0: Hello, testing. Um, So this is podcast number four, test podcast number four. Uh, The first one, um, I was everywhere, but got some positive feedback from it. The second one, um, I listened to. I didn't actually share it with my wonderful uh, creative team that are being awesome to listen to this and help me figure out what I want this to be. Um, But the second one I didn't send out to you guys because it was uh, very raw. I'm sorry. There is nothing I can do about my dog. She's just going to be part of this podcast. Um, All right. And uh, where was I? The third one, I, I actually thought the third one was pretty good um I think at least I felt but I didn't listen to it I just sent it but I felt good about it and when I finished I was exhausted I was like emotionally and uh physically exhausted so um I think some good shit was on there unfortunately it didn't record and I really can't recreate it um and maybe I'll come back at another time the topic was um fears and my worst fears and then actually talking out my worst fears um and then you know it was I thought funny had moments of um my dog's making this weird sound and I don't know she just isn't used to me talking to no one I guess I don't know um but I'm talking to you she just doesn't know that um so today is Father's Day and I thought um one common note I've gotten is to have a theme versus just going around everywhere. And so I thought, well, that's a perfect theme, Father's Day. I have so much to say on this topic. Um, and the first thing I'd want to say, do you hear her click clacking? There's nothing I can do about that, except maybe trim her nails. Can you just sit? Um, Father's Day. The first thing I want to say is to, I, I do mean this from the bottom of my heart, this generation, my generation, I'm 41, so whatever falls within that generation of fathers really are, you know, awesome. Um, I wish my generation, or that I had been raised by the fathers, like, you know, the dads of today. Um. They're just more involved. Um, it's more than just the typical. Hold on a second. I think I'm just gonna pause and figure out this dog thing. Hold on, because I get... Okay, sorry. When all else fails, you get treats. Um, Father's Day. This generation. Um, I'm. I'm. I just think you guys um, have just done so much better than the last generation. I really do and um, but I also have you know another side of it is you should like you know it's, it's I think we will all be better um, human beings if the mother and the father um, are both involved in their children's lives I wholeheartedly believe that um, so Father's Day my dad um, my dad passed away, uh, 15, 16, I'm bad with dates, but a while ago, um, he was from Spain, and that's, you know, a cool thing about my dad. I believe, I don't really know any of this to be factually true, but I believe he left Spain on some boat, I want to say, I don't know, I, oh, Merchant Marine, I don't know, that might be stretching it, I really don't know. Um but anyway, he left Spain, ended up in New York. I know nothing about this period of time in my father's life <clears throat> but this is what I do know about my dad. He married my mother, which in and in itself says a lot about him. She was a single mom, she'd twice divorced and had two children from two different um two different baby daddies and And she, though very beautiful, um, I think I can kindly describe her as a difficult person. Though I wonder if she shared that side in the courting process. I I would love to go back in time and and watch that. I don't know. I don't know if that just came out after. Um, But anyway, he married my mother and um, had two children with her, my brother, who's seven years older than me, and myself. Um. The stories I've heard was that he really wanted a little girl. Um, I, my name's Marisol, and that was I, what I've been told, again, was a very popular Spanish name. Um, and, um, you know, I basically, we lived with him until I was, I think, seven. I'm giving the dog a treat. Um, seven. And then we moved uh, from New York to Miami. My mother um, and my brothers and I did. My older brother, I believe at this time, was in the Army. My mother had four children. So I'm the youngest, the only girl, and there's, I believe, 18 years difference between me and my oldest brother. 18, 11 years and 7 years difference. Um, Which actually later on explains, I think, a lot about my relationship with my mom, um, and a lot about my mom, um, you know, possibly not dating after I was born, um, but that's a different podcast, you'll have to wait for that one, um, Father's Day, he, so, at that point, I guess, somewhere in my psyche, or, you know, in my head, my parents were divorced, when we moved, you know, when we moved away, when we moved the fuck away (laughs) and my parents weren't living together. Silly me, um, thought that they were divorced. I did not grow up in a household where you had family meetings to discuss, you know, things at all. So, or at least I was maybe way too young, um, to be involved in the decision-making process. (laughs) Um, moved to Miami, and then my relationship with my dad was basically phone calls. I'd see him every once in a while. Um, I don't. I don't believe there was ever. No one had gone to court. There's no custody. There's no. I, there was child support, but I. It didn't seem to be consistent, but it was there. I, I. It was weird. I don't really know. I felt like he did the best he could. It would have been awesome if he had done more. Um, I certainly think I have some resentment. For the fact that, um, yeah, there was a period in time that my mom was probably, you know, I shouldn't, she was not um, of sound, you know, I don't know. I feel that he left me in a situation that was uh, harmful to me. Um, and I don't know if that's an accurate, you know, an accurate description but that's how i felt i felt abandoned by him in some way if i didn't feel it at the time i certainly have come to feel that way now um you know in the actually i could probably honestly say i never really thought i had any daddy issues i didn't because uh, my m- mommy issues were so huge and vast and enormous that i never really gave you know weight to any daddy issues but i did i do have a um i you know, whenever someone is mean to me. Um, and then I'm lucky enough that I really don't have that much, you know, <laughs> in my life anymore that are mean to me. But if a person is mean to me consistently, and for no reason, when I legitimately, you know, um, don't know why they're mad or upset or stressed out. But, you know, I feel like they kind of are taking it out on me. Um, I, I miss my dad. I were. I miss the idea of a father figure. I wish there was someone <clears throat> in my life who would you know just like you know poke this person in the chest and be like you know don't fucking mess with my daughter. You know just, just go be a dick to someone else. If you <laughs> um and that actually happened probably in the last few years that I would have that realization. Um it was um but you know, um, I, I don't want to sound like it's all negative or bad. He took me to Spain. I remember this trip, uh, went with my cousins. I think we were there for a month. Um, he was very, uh, prideful about Spain and, and I love that. Um, he, I will tell you this, this is funny, not knowing about your history too much and not knowing your parents well. Um, you know, something I can relate to because, well, here's a funny story. Um, So my father passed away, and um, we uh, put it, what did we do, cremate him? We cremated him, and um, he was, he had ashes and urn. And many years after his death, I was going to Spain, and I took and my brother had had the urn, and I took it to bury my bro- my father in Spain, because we all knew that that's what he wanted, he would have wanted, um, and this is, you know, post 9-11, so I had to take the urn in the day before to get it scanned and stuff, um, I didn't have a bag, I didn't have a bag that this urn could fit in, it was a heavy urn, I didn't have a bag, and, um, the perfect bag that fit the or the urn Fit This Perfect bag was this one bag that I received as a gift on a girl's trip. And it was a black and white polka dot bag with a big pink bow and my initials, um, married initials, um, what is that called? Um, monogrammed? Monogrammed on it. Uh, very girly. Very girly purse. And it's the <laughs> bag that I would use for my private goodie, Toy collection and um, but it's a bag that fits so I just thought it was funny that you know he was basically in my you know toy bag my girly toy bag so and I'm not trying to be disrespectful I just you know was trying to see the humor in the situation but you know we're traveling to Spain I'm in a long layover and um, he's in this bag and I'm having a drink and I have this you know I'm like talking to him. I'm like, what the fuck? How, (laughs) how, um, did you leave me in that situation? Like he, my dad warned me a few times along my childhood and definitely when, um, I was in high school to leave, to leave, you know, my mother as soon as I could. And I left, I left two days after high school and, um, I came back briefly, I believe, at some point in my twenties, but I, I left again. And I, I <laughs> um, but anyway, so he was. I forgot what I was talking about. Um, Spain, we go to Spain. We're having this drink. My dad and I are having this drink, and um, I was like, "This is what you get." You know, this is what happens when you don't raise your child, and you don't protect your child, and you don't love your child. Um, you end up in a, you know, polka-dotted, monogrammed, pink bowed bag. Um, but I guess that was my anger. <laughs> I was working out. Um, But, you know, I don't want to end on this bitter, ugly note. The other, you know, stories about my dad, you know, he married my mother. She had, this is, you know, her third marriage. This is not in a time where I think that was common. Um, I think being div- i didn't know my mother was had been divorced, or had had those other husbands, or that I had brothers from a different um, father, till I was like eight. And it dawned on me when I realized my brother had a different last name than I did. Hold on, I've got to throw some treats. I'm sure that can't sound good. Um, where was I? Um, having drinks with my dad. Okay, the good stuff about my dad—the stuff that I'm grateful for. Um, he he married a single mom who had two kids. Um, I I, I believe those kids were in um Honduras, and I think Honduras. Um, my mother had left them with. My grandmother, I believe that to be true. Um, I'm going to have my cousin on one day, and she's going to verify all these stories for me. But um, he, I think that says a lot about him. I think that says um, great things about him. My, I have a cousin um, from my mother's side, actually, who is very close to my dad. And uh, recently he visited, and we really talked a lot about my dad, and that was fun. It was fun to learn about your father. Um, I have a cousin who doesn't know who their father is and actually I probably should text her something sweet right now before I forget Uh, hold on one second we do this really cool thing where we uh, send each other lovely um, like (laughs) inspirational um, yeah I'm just going to send her heart and kisses well um, anyway, back to my father um, he was funny um, he he liked fine things from what I can tell he liked good taste. I remember going to a restaurant with him once. And I guess it was a fancy restaurant, but I didn't know it was a fancy restaurant. And I asked for ketchup for my potato, and he was mortified. Um, I was, He was funny. I do think, I do think he might have been slightly racist. I hate to say it, but based on, well, it's just what it is. It's true. <laughs> um, I asked my cousin, I was like, so, you know, we had this deep talk about my dad. And I'm like, so do you think my dad would be proud of me? Like, you know, the person I am, the mother I am. To my to his grandkids, and um, he was funny. He said, he just thought for a second, he put his hand to his chin, and he told he was taking this question very seriously. And um, he says, "Well, let me ask you: Have you ever slept with a black man?" And he was dead serious, and I just laughed. Um, so my dad had some good stuff about him. My mom had this one great story, or I just. I've heard it once or twice in my childhood, and I think, again, it says a lot. I think it says a lot about both of them. Um, You know, there's one point in our life, I guess we would be described as uh, middle class, and I was young. As before, I would say five and younger. Um, Maybe one day my brother will come on and help me with this timeline. We were middle class. Like, we had, you know, the American dream, I think. Um, (laughs) And... So, my mom tells a story that she hid in a closet while my dad was home with her sons i don't think I don't think my brother or I had been born yet, and she watched him and she was suspicious she just didn't know she didn't know if this man was going to harm her children in some way, and I think you know I think her and her sisters have seen some you know violent shit. My mother's one of twelve from Honduras, so I'm sure there's you know, lots of examples of, um, of bad shit going down. Um, so she watched and my dad was playing, um, baseball with the boys. Like you can't even make that shit up. That's awesome. I think that said a lot about my dad too. Um, but anyway, um, so everyone has daddy issues. I see daddy issues in everyone. We all have them. Um, because no one's perfect We're, we are giving issues to our children the goal is just to do I think, this is my personal opinion the goal for me is just and I feel like I already hit this goal so I'm okay <laughs> but just to do better than the generation before, just to do better and I do think, I, I think the dads at this generation you know fucking have done better and that's great there is a part of me that feels like you still need to do more um, I think I think the men um, of this generation really need to teach our sons to be um emotional people because they are, and um, I think raising a generation of boys um, to to not feel or process um It's sad. It's sad and scary and scary. Um, you know, I see the difference in my children's um, generation. I see the difference in the boys and the girls. The girls, you know, they just have their shit together. They're just in a in a place where, um, and when I say shit together, it's like it's again not just the physical. It's not, you know, fine. it's emotional. There's an emotional growth that is lacking in. And, um, so anyway, that's my little note, you know, if you want a new generation of fathers, um, want to have a goal for next year, it's really to, to teach, well, probably first step, first step would be to teach yourselves how to be emotional people, uh, and emotional does, you don't have to be, you know, crying every month or anything, but just recognize that there's more emotions than, you know, happy and anger and sad there's you know there's a spectrum and feelings are okay and um, not to have to bottle shit up because when you bottle shit up and you don't deal with it and you don't face your shit and you know facing your shit comes in a hundred different varieties but if you don't it's noticeable um and or at least it's to me um and I don't judge people for it I just feel like I've Really worked hard on facing my shit. And if you get a little taste of that in this podcast, I have a lot of shit that I had to process and get through. I did. Or I'm I'm doing. I think it's forever. It's forever going to be an issue. Um, Holidays are an issue with me. And that's going to be my next podcast. My next podcast is going to be about birthdays. We're going to go down memory lane and discuss birthdays of yesteryear and um, how much I fucking hate birthdays. Um, So, anyway, hopefully this recorded um i don't i probably was all over the place again i will work on it um thank you again for listening and thank you for your notes i truly appreciate them um see you later bye